I am the cone table of the fancy woodworking world. Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome to Reclaimed Audio. I'm your host, Jesse Weta. And that's it. This is my solo podcast. Today, I have three very special <laughs> guests with me. And we have, in no particular order, Mr. Tim Sway. Hello. Mr. Bill Lutz. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say right now. I'm just you kind got of second giddy. place. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, I'm not last. Who's and last? And then there's one other guy whose name I can't remember. <laughs> it's the Onion Man. <laughs> You're getting good. Oh, by the end of this podcast, I'm going to be nailing it. <laughs> hey, Phil, how's it going? Oh, hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. unmuted you. You can talk now. Oh, thanks. Listen, enjoy your last time on Reclaimed Audio. <laughs> <laughs> you got T minus 52 minutes of, of air left. Are you kidding? This is like the best intro we've ever had in, in how many ever thousands of episodes we've done. That might be relative, but that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. When I start my own podcast, which is just purely appreciation of Bill Loop's podcast, you can be my first guest, Phil. Oh, sweet. I have a plenty to say. So. I'm sure you do. Lots of appreciating to do. Did I say how giddy I, really I am right now? <laughs> I can see it in Didn't your have face. to say it, yeah. All right, so... um well, I'll just, I guess, do the formality of it. Uh, episode 72 for March 22nd, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters are Luis Gonzalez, Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. Classic. <laughs> Still fun. <laughs> Trust in Timber, Sean Petty, Scott Turner, Andrew Reed, Randall Denver, and Greg Mead. So let's, let's do our little thing where we do our round robin. Uh, what's on the bench? What are you working on, Jesse? What's your, what's your project du jour? Um, lately, I've been doing a lot of editing because I have had a backlog. Although I did, and I'm very excited about this. Um, I've always wanted to make a little rolling stool that had a little table that detaches from it, so it's not Ooh. just one thing. Cool. So it's just it, it's very modular looking. Really, really super simple. I had no idea how I was going to make it. I tried to. Um, build a model. Well, first I tried to sketch it, but I remembered I can't sketch. So <laughs> then I tried to build a model and then I was like, why am I building a model? Why don't I just build a thing? And so I did. And I actually used, um, so two years ago, I made a Christmas tree out of um, two by twos. So I used the old two by twos to, to make this and some scrap plywood. So it nice. Was just, it's a reclaimed thing. <laughs> it is. It's things that were lying around my shop. Perfect. So, yeah, it was actually pretty cool. So hopefully I'll get that um, edited and out before Atlanta, but no promises. Just, you know, still no pressure at all. I mean, if you want to just disappoint everybody, the thousands and thousands of people that are listening right now, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But I like go to ahead keep the just bar keep your own really schedule. low. Keep a low bar and then, it, you know, it's totally fine. Well, you're on the right podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Tim, what about you? Uh, well, I'm, st I'm still working on that living room suite because I, there's like always like some question about 
color or whatever and then i'm just sort of dragging my feet or then it snows so it's just like the project that'll never go away um but i I wanted to take this opportunity to mention um that i i spoke very highly of my my ryobi sander and i know that you work with ryobi i'm not about to diss them i'm just going to say that it's just it's like shame on me for for buying a tool and using it for like an hour and be like this thing is awesome because i just cursed myself and it broke today (laughs) (laughs) No. So it's it's just a defect. I just got to go get another one, you know, but it's, you know, it's just like, kind of like, oh, that's what I get. The one time I, I actually make a proclamation about being, enjoying a tool, you know, before I've had it for 10 years. Well, gee, Tim, (laughs) is there anything that might've happened in your life that would make that not so much of a sting? Um, a bee, what bees, bumblebee, uh, didn't you uh, just get something in the mail? Oh, well, I was, that was actually what I was going to say. Your, your segue basically ruined my segue. But anyways, so I have not yet received my Festool palm sander in the mail yet, but I did get a gift the other day in the mail. I was thinking about that, Tim. Do tell. Um, um, you're, you're talking, Bill, you saw my, my Instagram post where I put the Festool box. And that was not the sander. It was a gift from a listener of this podcast. Uh, T, thank you very much. And it's actually a kit that goes with that sander, which I should be getting any day now. It's supposed to have been mailed last week or this weekend. Oh, see, um, I don't so, bother reading anything you post. I just look at the pictures. I know you have trouble with words. So uh, it's basically a kit <laughs> that uh, it, it's like a finishing kit that you attach to the sander. And it's like, a, and there's like a, uh, I mean, I really, I have to watch the video to learn how to use it. It is like way above my pay grade. <laughs> I don't even understand it yet, but it's like super awesome. So our listener T, um, he knew that I was getting this thing, so he sent it to me, and I'm super excited because I make a lot of dining tables as we talk about, and it's going to be great for that. Really excited to, to, to sort of up my game with finishing a little bit. And I think that I think it's the same guy that gave you a present, Phil, isn't? Yeah, isn't, isn't it the, the same route- guy that gave you that router? Yeah, he said yeah. he just loves to give things to like really great makers. Yeah, and, and podcasters, right? But, so, yeah. How about you, Bill? Have you ever gotten anything from T? I'm sorry. What? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, never mind. So, anyways, um, Phil, Jesse, what, what are you doing Mondays for the next <laughs> forever? <laughs> well, as it happens, are you yeah, available? Yes. Yeah, speaking of which, um, thanks for giving me the heads up on being on this podcast like three hours ago. <laughs> I just assumed there was an open invitation. You were good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry about like, that. I'm a jerk. That was awesome. It's like, so, hey, you want to record tonight? I'm like, hey, this is perfect. Ben's not up. home, so I don't have to be like, oh, shh, you know. Well, Who's we, never, noisy? we never know whether we're going to have a third member or not. It's yeah, really it's, touch and go. So. It's up in the air. It really is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, who's next? Uh, f- well, we don't have to do Bill. So, Phil, what have you been working on? Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like we've been... Bill, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? No, I don't want to. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I insist. Be be a gentleman. What have you been working on? Well, as long as you ask, and 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 we're setting the bar low. Um, I want I want to follow the low bar. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so as as we mentioned last week, I was I've been in a slump for a while, and I finally got out of it, and I was going to make my own guitar, and I got out in the shop and. I'm not kidding. I am so excited about life right now and making again. This thing is awesome. I'm having so much fun. Um, it's, just, I, it's just awesome. It's just awesome. So I'm, I'm building a three-string slide solid body electric guitar. 
and I know absolutely nothing at all about music in any way, shape, or form. I, why not, right? Yeah. I think it's awesome that you're doing that. Uh, I, if you follow Bill's Instagram feed, you can see pictures of where he's at so far. It's, it's, dude, it's, it's going to help you like in so many ways. Like, just that relationship with instruments and playing and, and making, it's just awesome. I'm excited. I mean, I know things, I know terms like 25 and a half inch scale. I didn't know what that meant before. I thought it had something to do with fishing. Uh, I, you know, with the pickup placement, you know, the different tonage and it's just incredible. And I, I'm sure I got most of those terms wrong, but still, it's the fact that I even know them now. They sounded uh, right. Sounded yeah. Very well, official. I use them very verbetically in a sentence. He's doing that thing where he's hustling us. I'm not falling for it again. <laughs> you know? So that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm making a guitar and I'm being very excited about it. That's awesome. How about uh, you, Phil? I've been waiting anxiously for you to tell us what you're making. Wait one second, Phil. I'm going to interrupt you because we have a special guest that wants to come say hi. Oh, who is it? I have a good feeling. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey. Hi. He can't hear Jesse. us. Do you remember Jesse from Boston? Yeah. Oh, here. Yeah, he can't hear us. There he is. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. <laughs> it's good to see you again. Hey, hey, Vance, I was wondering, did you know, um, is your dad really tall in person or is he short? He's really short. <laughs> That's what I thought. I knew it. Hey, have you been taking care of the, of the uh, Manta Lutes and the Manta Vants? Yeah. Okay. Inside jokes a little. Bye. Bye. Bye, Vance. We love you. Bye, buddy. Bye. <laughs> All right, Right. Probably one of the most amazing and, and talented and handsome children ever. You must get that from Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> and he has his own channel now, so we're we're really lucky that he, he comes in and, and slums yeah. in with us every once in a while, you know. It's really cool of them, yeah. Yeah. It's it's great to see celebrities that still remember where they came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> so that was like a three-generational where you came from then when you did the redo of the hovercraft, but you had new footage with your um, assistant um, person in it, right? Oh, well, that's that was that's an old video that we just reposted onto. Uh, I, I, I started, Vance started his own channel, basically. He's like, all right, Dad, time to get out of here, you know? And so uh, I've been – he had all the videos that were on my channel, they all had a few thousand views here and there, whatever, over the course of over a year. And I deleted them from my channel, and I'm uploading them to his. And I, I just put a, most of them all up at once, and now I'm just putting a few more up that I forgot. Uh, so that video was like from – it's like actually like the third incarnation of that video because it was – we made a hovercraft a bunch of years ago, and I think that video is still on my channel. And then I redid it last summer or when my mom came and visited, and we had to pretend like that she was his – intern and he was bossing her around like like a real jerk like mean boss you know <laughs> it was a lot of fun to do it was funny yeah and then i just reposted it again so now it's like getting a new audience and you know generationally speaking i think that this stuff was just you know i mean it's up there with like citizen kane really it really is it really is vance is the rosebud of like hey no you know, spoilers yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think I've ever seen you talking about the that, that knife thing Jimmy just made, that cane knife. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's yes. that's the one. All right, uh to get the train back on the tracks, Phil, what have you been up oh, to? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, what are you making? Still it always happens. Yeah. I know. Why do you know we never give him a chance to just talk. I think it's it's kinda rude, so why don't we stop and 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still making a lot of whiskey boxes and yada, yada, yada. But I just posted on my Instagram a picture of a cast aluminum bunny sitting on my jointer. And uh, that is for a project that is upcoming. So I'm going to make these display boxes for all of the... <laughs> Tim's going to look. <laughs> it's from work. It's a decor item or whatever. But I'm going to be making uh, 22 boxes for 22 aluminum bunnies. And uh, I think I'm going to do them like a la Tim. That'll be my next video, I think. Just doing 22 of the exact same display boxes. And uh, what's the game you play where you time yourself to see how crazy you are? How does that go? It's obsessive compulsive disorder. There that's it is. What it's called. So, uh, <laughs> so oh, that's, that's the, the bunny's really cool, actually. That is yeah. super awesome. Yeah. Um, so let me I ask you, like Phil, to... did you ever in your life think that you would say, I have a cast aluminum bunny sitting on my jointer? You know, when I was 10, I was like, you know what? <laughs> one day, one day, I'm going to have a six-inch jointer. And on that jointer, cast aluminum bunny. I mean, if all things go well. You've made it. Yeah. You've, you've now a, peaked. It's all downhill from there. Yeah, this is the dream. I'm living it. L-I-V-I-N. Uh, okay. So that's what uh, – that's, that's the silliness I'm working on. And uh, now that we've covered that um, – <clears throat> Why don't uh, you, Bill, tell us what the topic is? Because uh, I don't super remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, because especially because um, J- uh, Jesse's our guest today, what we thought is uh, we're we're thinking about how to put the extra in the ordinary. And Jesse, you you've got a way of taking. First of all, the last video you released with the cone uh, coffee table that. How brilliant is that? I mean, seriously. I mean, that was just, it was a fun video to watch. It's so simple. It gave me like 35 different ideas. Mm. And that is an example, the classic example of putting the extra in ordinary, you know, ordinary tools, ordinary items. And you did that extra thing with them. They came out amazingly. Um, so that's what we're talking about. How do we, how do we go about doing everyday things using everyday items? Um, you were talking about something that's coming up that you're using scraps. That's kind of what we do all the time as reclaimers, taking everyday items and putting that little bit of extra effort into it to make them extraordinary to what would otherwise be mundane, normal stuff. Hmm. Well How's said. that go? Yeah, no, it's good. I uh, particularly enjoyed Jesse's cone hole. That was, uh, <laughs> that was part of my favorite <laughs> part of the build. <laughs> You know, Conholio, Conholio. When I was record, when I was doing uh, the voiceover, I almost called it the circle. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and be good this time. You know, with Ben and I have this ongoing joke about, you know, the placement of the screws and and we say some things. Anyways, um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to be good on this video. And then I was like, yeah. Got to hand sand the cone hole, and I had to record it like four times. So I'm like cone hole. <laughs> I can't stop That's, laughing. Well, it's not a dirty word, but it sounds like it should be. Exactly. Well, and Would I you... like I like that I have now like typed it out so many times that my computer and my phone both autocorrect to say it's true. cone hole one yeah. word. C O. <laughs> Cone hole. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like you're going to say cone hole. I know you will. Now, you guys probably think I'm making this up, but I'm not. I actually bought 15 cones today. I believe. For work, you. I would assume, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was for work. And well, it was from Home Depot. And it was um, birthday party hats. bucks. <laughs> yeah, they are actually not as comfortable as you might think. I, no. I definitely did wear it for a while. Oh, I was thinking never. Long. Oh, never mind. I was going to say that. <laughs> That's for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not this one. 
I'm trying but, to be really good. I, ha- I haven't been swearing at all. I've been so nice. I appreciate that. That You're just welcome. means work for me. I know. But, but that, really? That... <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. I won't. That, you shut that... your cone hole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make sure you edit that. No way. That's saying it. <laughs> Actually, I think that's the beginning of the podcast right there. <laughs> that's the opener. Uh. But but that that bench is a great example of of the the topic and and what I believe a lot of I mean you're not Jesse you're not necessarily like a reclaimer although you do delve in that world a little bit um, for instance with that because that is such a perfect example of saying well here's something a bench you know what is a bench it's it's a top with a couple legs and and you found a whimsical way to make it interesting and you you know probably use a new cone but if suppose a cone fell off a a phone truck driving by your house and landing in your yard, you could use an upcycled cone too. Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, so maybe you could share a little bit, you know, obviously we're not, we're not interviewing you. It's a discussion, but maybe you could share a little bit about your thought process. Like how did you get to that point where you're like, you know what, I'm going to stick a cone in a bench. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for saying bench. I, I don't think I can tell you that on this podcast. That's Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Fun things that Ben and I do. Um, and I realize this might not sound fun to everyone, but you know what? This is reclaimed audio. It'll probably sound fun to everyone who listens. Um, <laughs> we will go to a big box store mm-hmm. um, and we'll walk up and down the aisles and just pick things up and be like, what else could this be? Which is kind of fun because at the same time I'm thinking, well, what is it actually for? I'm not really sure anyways. Um, but, you know, it's something that we've always done. Is like, oh, this looks like, you know, something else. What could we use this for? And um, I, th- I think that like Ben especially excels at that. But uh, it's just it's kind of a fun it's a fun project. Just you know, during any day walking around seeing something something especially that has a very specific purpose that there isn't a single person who saw the cone and thought what's that? You know, I did have someone say that it's the least functioning project that he'd ever seen. Um, <sighs> Which, no, I, I could like, think of worse. I said well, I was sorry. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> we'll talk about that later, young man. All right. Um, well, my, my, my response was, you know, um, it's a table. It functions as a table. So, you know, you obviously haven't seen uh, many dysfunctional projects before. Um, He's never I didn't seen say half he was of dumb, mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's a table. Get over mm. it. But um, I, I just think that in general, it's, um, it's such a good thing to do is just to to look at a thing not as what you are told to see it as, um, because it could be almost anything. You know, mm. it, it would probably not make, exactly. <laughs> you know, it might not make the best shoe, but at the same time, now that I'm thinking about it, it could probably make some pretty cool cone shoes. Mm. Do we know any cobblers? Ooh. Tim. You. Can, Tim is a cobbler. Idea. No, I, I think that... Okay, who who like all's made that. shoes before? Raise your hand. Mm. Yeah, there yeah, you go. That would be Tim. S- slippers. Just slippers. Different. <laughs> cone slippers. <laughs> they were cones. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> One of my favorite lines ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't nice know pause. what you guys are talking about, but I'll laugh along. <laughs> it's the wedding singer. Um Yeah. So no, I like the topic and I and I especially like um, you know, Jesse's example because Obviously, you know, a cone is this sort of ubiquitous object that we see in our everyday lives. And to, to make it or incorporate it into uh, a bench, 
just a very different spin on things. It's really more of a think piece. I mean, presumably that was a cone you'd have in your had in your family for years, and you finally found a reason for it. And, it was uh, actually brought over from Japan by my great grandparents. Um, you know, there's a lot of history with that cone. That's right. That's right. wow. That's uh. It was. It was. Um, it was the special treasure. I can't believe cone that the first the one. The first one is coming from you, Jesse. <laughs> 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 For sure, Bill would get the first one. <laughs> I feel so honored. <laughs> you should be. Let me tell you. <laughs> I thought that was damn funny, to be honest. <laughs> no, but so so the cool thing about the the cone table, um, aside from that, it's just you know cool on its own, obviously, um, is that. Um, I, I've actually, I've had a lot of feedback with people saying like, oh, well, you know, I think it's cool, but it's not really my thing. Like the cone is orange. I don't like orange. Then I had, there was this whole discussion about people being like, oh, paint it gold. Oh, paint it black. Oh, paint it gold and black. And when one person was <laughs> like, I don't like the cone, I was like, that's fine. You know, obviously because I don't care, but also what would you use? You know, it doesn't right. have to be a cone. It could literally be anything that can hold up that side and i mean a cone isn't structurally sound anyways it needed support and i was very careful about the way i showed that support on screen because it, it just <laughs> it could have invited a lot more comments and i'm really surprised nobody said anything so well, I, I could use yeah. a little more support in this podcast but go ahead <laughs> we'll get if you I a cone there, i would hold your hand <laughs> <laughs> sit on my cone table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said table. <laughs> okay, I'm being good now. Tim, the sound? <clears throat> oh, you want the... I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I'm come on, come on. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah, you, you're going to have to be a little bit more on it, Tim. Timing. Right. Remember, Jesse, Time. I was telling you. Timing. Timing. Yeah, you yeah. were telling yeah. me. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, so, but where does... Let's... What do you what do you I was at? pointing to you Phil because I was going to say now here on the complete opposite end of the spectrum you have a very specific job you have to do you have to make 22 of the most boring shapes possible how I, are you going to find the extraordinary in that Oh I'm definitely not <laughs> <laughs> Not no. Good job <laughs> No that's that kind of project is not about finding the extraordinary that job is about making it as efficient as quick as possible because But that's the extraordinary you know well, what I mean? You're gonna they all have to be exactly the same. Maybe that'll be extraordinary. Well, yeah, you're well, going to put also, your sweatpants on what are you using, and do a montage Yeah, what are you video, using you know? to do that, though? You're taking an everyday object, aren't you? I mean, something that – palette, would I assume, or no? You're, no. Oh, we yeah. already said – Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, no, I, I talked about yeah. it last week. I, I have to make this out of new wood. It's got to be uniform. It's got to be fast. It's going to be glue and brads, maybe mitered corners if I decide to get fancy, which I – I don't know. I probably will. It'll look nice. Okay, so bad example. Yeah, but I mean the whiskey boxes, right? Or even the step stools—they're they're pallet wood and let's say plywood, but they get turned into like this little fantastical thing for kids and you know adult drunkards. But I mean, you know, it's something that's—it <laughs> really turns the imagination on. If you take the time to set up the proper box joint jig, you could knock those things out. I mean, it'd take you a couple hours to set the jig up perfectly, but then you could just knock those things out. That's a good reason you to buy even need- a dado stack. That's a good idea. Yeah, hey, you're that goes along with what we said yesterday. You don't I mean, last week. Yeah, yeah but that's right. That's next week's podcast, probably right. But um, next week's. 
Yeah, oh yeah, right. right. Oh yeah, sorry, that was the email. Sorry. Right. But um, think but about no, it. Jimmy, the... Jimmy has one. Jimmy has a jig that uses just the width of the saw blade as as the uh, the box joint. You can do that too, just a regular yeah, saw blade. And I mean, but then you yeah. can't buy one. So. No, I, I definitely but, need the stack. Don't ruin this for me, Bill. No, absolutely. Well, make, okay, we'll make all the boxes first, then take all those thousands of dollars <laughs> and buy two dado stacks. That's now, how it's going to be. Simple economics, you know. <laughs> and if you took the time to set up that data stack jig for all those boxes you retired from making, you could start making box joints for those. If the jig's set up, it's set up. Hmm. You know. I like where your head's at on this. Yeah, that could be the yeah, extraordinary. You can, you can call them box joint whiskey boxes, or just call them whiskey boxes because nobody really cares except for us other makers. <laughs> yeah, that's the I thing care. too. It's so funny because. At my, I was at my buddy's house a couple nights ago, and um, and he had this really gorgeous blanket chest right as you walk into the house. And I was like, I never noticed this before. Like, how this thing is beautiful. Like, he goes, oh, yeah, so-and-so made it for me as a housewarming present. And he looks at it, and he goes, dovetails, right? And I was like, no, those are box joints. Like, you know, it's just like, unless you know, you really don't know. And he's just spouting off something that he thought was cool. Mm. It's just interesting that, like, only other woodworkers would even know this kind of stuff. Mm. Indeed. It sounded well, more so interesting in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you guys something because I I, I have the, the, the least vocabularic um capacity and extraordinary <laughs> extraordinary or extraordinary doesn't necessarily have to mean like it's fabulous. Am I am I not that's it just true, means right? a little bit more ordinary. Yeah, better than ordinary. <laughs> above a step above uh, ordinary. Yeah, like like right. Like so, here. but that doesn't necessarily have to be a good thing. I mean, not not a good thing. But can you think of anything you've made or you might make that may not necessarily make it a better thing, but it might just make it a weirder thing or a for no good reason type thing. I can thing. think of a decision we made when formulating this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can think of a lamp made out of um, uh, foosball people too, but that's that was uh, yeah, that is a classic example of extraordinary in a bad way. <laughs> no, but, but Bill's Bill's absolutely right. Like for mm. example, if you know you make these uh, like shop fixtures, right? We make shelves for our shop out of plywood, and then the you know you decide you want to put on like a hardwood edge banding on it. Like there's no reason or need to put that on there, but you put it on there because you're in that space and it's going to make you feel good to look at this thing every single day. And that's a that's a perfect example of Bill's point, which I think is a great one. Like just these tiny little things that you can do that take something from mundane and ordinary and boring to, you know, one step closer to awesome. Yeah, like a cone. Like a cone. <laughs> or um <laughs> so a, a few years ago, um I mean, I've always wanted to get more into sewing. My my mom used to sew our clothes when we were kids, which we hated. Um, now I wish that she would do it more often. Um, <laughs> but it's it's hard being the homeschooled kids with the homemade clothes. It's just it's not cool. Um, but uh, talk to Vance; he I, knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, but you know what? If you can survive that, you can survive anything. Um, but yeah, so I I really wanted to get into sewing. Um, <clears throat> And fabric is really expensive. And if you just have this random fabric store that doesn't sell really nice stuff, then the fabric is really ugly and it feels weird in your hands. It's also way overpriced. Uh, so I went to the thrift store and I found two very nice soft sheets 
One was light gray, the other was light blue, and I thought, I'm going to make myself a dress and wear it to my cousin's wedding. So I did. The whole dress cost me $2. That's awesome. <laughs> that and, is so yeah. beyond awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it was pretty cool because it was going to be all gray, but then I found a cool blue sheet, and I thought, okay, let's just make this bed sheet dress even better and add a little accent to it. And okay, I didn't get time to hem it because I didn't know what I was doing, but it turned out really cool. And um you know, I, the whole thing came from, well, I don't want to spend money on fabric I don't like for a dress that I don't even know that I can make. Also, mm. it's one of the few times I wear dresses if I have to go to weddings. So, you know, it had to be special. So Pixar awesome. didn't happen, um, and we'll put them in the show notes, obviously. <laughs> All right. That You'll is, get to see is... the whole family, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, the was... good ones. The brothers aren't in it. Well, oh, I was going to say, was, hey. was Ben wearing a homemade tuxedo? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was made out of concrete. He had to yeah. wheel around. A Lego formed concrete tuxedo. Exactly. I was thinking maybe you made him a dress too, but no, I didn't want him to outshine me. He looks really good in a dress. So. Oh. Terrific calves, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything about my brother's calves. <laughs> we'll just say you know that what? Phil I'm, said I'm it. I'm gonna thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Although um, I do think I might have referenced uh, your assistant as being extremely hot with two teams. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Over you and over again for some it. reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I thought it was super fitting. You know, everyone laughed because I called Ben my assistant. Ha ha. It happened to, um, I had just recorded it on the day that I listened to the first episode of his podcast in which he called me, dun da da da, his <laughs> assistant. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yeah, but I in in between the first and the third podcast episodes, I went from being his assistant to his business partner. So you know, wow, that's a hell of an upgrade. Good for that you. Big, I know, right? Good two weeks. Wow. Yep, yep. So I was uh, feeling pretty good. Yeah. Well, well I think might that title might be revoked if he listens to this episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind yeah. of Ben's way of putting the extra and ordinary, right? Uh, that's not complimentary, but uh, <laughs> oh. Thanks. So That's what about okay. you, Bill? It's not the worst compliment I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> what, <clears throat> why don't you give us some examples, Bill, of something that you've done, specifically for maybe some of the casework that you've done um, that makes it, you know, that one step above ordinary. Casework? What do you mean casework? Like cabinets. Cabinets? Because of Casey's salon and all the stuff that you built in there. Oh, 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 oh. Well, yeah, I mean... That's just all reclaimed. Um, wow, that's God. Feel that. Okay, let me see. Let's see. What did I do to make something? Uh, um, um, all right. For example, they needed to have a cabinet. Since you said cabinet, they needed to have a cabinet for their towels, and it had to be enclosed. So because you can't have hair and bits getting on the clean towels, so the clean towels had to be in a enclosed cabinet. Um, so I basically took a shipping crate and tore it apart and, and made it into an actual towel cabinet. And one of the things I did to make it just a little bit extraordinary is I added a glass shelf on top. So, or plexiglass shelf that I had. So it's got these glass doors. It's got the shelves on the inside that are plexiglass. And then it has on top of it, another glass shelf. So they can put that like a clock and a little vase and things like that because it's in the shampoo room. So it's maybe... Like that, just accessorizing it, mm -hmm. you know, something that you do. I built um, in the same room. There's also a little cabinet. I, it, 
picture like a, a medicine cabinet in your bathroom. But mm-hmm. I built these picture frames for posters in, in three of them in this room where it's pallet wood frames with like a redwood inlay. And I had a little bit of that wood left over. So I made a smaller frame and picture medicine cabinet where it opened up and the frame itself had just a divider in it. So you could see through it on both spots and they put plants in there that come kind of hang out of it. And then I also welded some rebar and some metal leaves together and put them on the out. So it's, it's kind of hard to explain. There's pictures. You can see it on Facebook. But there's another thing that's a little bit extra out of the ordinary. But now that you put me on the spot and I'm stumbling, let me put you guys on the spot. Aside from making things, what about, is there anything in your process that you do when making that makes things, you know, ex- extraordinary, extraordinary? You know, most people, okay, we think about it, we sketch it out, we measure it, we price it out, then we go buy the stuff or we reclaim the stuff or whatever, and then we build it. What do you guys do, if anything, to make your process extraordinary, extraordinary, out of the ordinary? I don't know. And Jesse, you had a good example already with walking through with Ben and just looking at items. and. Well, you know, I I wanted to kind of get back to that, actually, because, you know, like the the official name of my business is Tim Sway Perspectives. And, w- and where that kind of came from was that exact thing that you were talking about you and your brother doing of, uh, of just looking at things, trying to look at things with a different, in a different light and from a different angle. And, uh, I, I've mentioned many times in podcasts and whatnot about this art school in high school who inspired me a lot of, into the, the concepts of limitations, you know, fueling creativity. I remember one painting I made for her. Uh, it was, you know, whatever it was apples in a bowl, who cares? And, um, you know, it was terrible. I'm not a good painter at all, but so she's looking at it and she's, you know, she's an art teacher. She's, she's like, Oh, it's cool. And she immediately, and I noticed after she did it to mine, I noticed she did it to everybody else. She immediately, she took the painting, she held it, she looked at it, she flipped it upside down and she looked at it like that for five or 10 seconds. And then she flipped it back up the other way and looked at it again. And so she just, instead of like looking at it in this world that we live in, in this perspective that we live in, she, she turned her world literally or figuratively, I suppose, upside down to look at this painting and then turn it right back. So I took that with me um, all through my, my artistic career. And that's what I do. And that's why I got attracted to upcycling and whatnot is like taking an object that someone's discarded and saying, well, what if I turn it upside down? What if I turn it inside out? What if I walk down the fence aisle to see if I can find a table? And what if I walk down the table aisle to see if I can find a fence, you know, like, like you and your brother do. That's I think a great way of finding that extraordinary out of ordinary things, you know? So that's totally. what I do. That's, I mean, I still do that. Um, I actually used to, when I was serious about music, I used to like play upside down. I would hang off the couch up with my head on the floor, my feet up in the air and, and practice that way. Um, just to, to play in a different perspective. Yeah. I used to practice in the dark cause I would get really, um, I get distracted by anything going on around me. And so I always, I'm a night owl anyways, but I turn off all the lights and I just play in the dark because the only thing that your senses can pick up is the sound. And then you mm. really focus on the sound. And um, for me, that was the best way to practice. Conversely, as spending a you know a decade or so as a performing musician, I figured out after a few years that people actually listened with their eyes first. Well, it's not conversely. It's actually the same point. And so what I learned is that I didn't actually have to know the song. All I had to do was look like <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, yeah. Well, I used to spin my Led Zeppelin records backwards, and I heard satanic music. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that, but I just heard lullabies. Yeah. It doesn't work with CDs. <laughs> <laughs> What's a CD? <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil, how are you going to make your, your, your 
building process for these 22 uh, bunny boxes that not, not the boxes themselves, but are you going to do anything that's going to be extraordinary? Are you, are you going to ramp it up, do some, you know, Henry Ford type production work, or are you going to build them one at a time? Is there anything that you're going to do that's going to be a little extra out of the ordinary? Well, they're all exactly the same. So I think uh, to what Tim has uh, spoke about a couple of times about the cacti was that it didn't really make sense to make one from beginning to end that it, it batched out. But the point I wanted to make earlier was talking about um, extraordinary and a lot of the sort of the makers that we're friends with, uh, you know, do this as a business, uh, Tim included, and maybe a couple others, uh, you know, on this show that I, I don't want to mention out of, I don't want to peer pressure anyone, but, um, you know, only a small portion of the business is actually making. Like, think about it. You're running your own business, right? So you have all kinds of aspects of business. You've got, you've got marketing, you've got accounting, you've got sales, you've got, you know, uh, all kinds of different aspects and only the tiniest portion of it is actually the production of the product. So what's important to remember when you want to make things extraordinary is that there are other aspects of the business that you can bring that level of extra and sophistication to it. And for example, on the Etsy side, what I do is that I, I write a personal custom letter to every single you know, customer and I take note of, for example, it's a step stool. I will write specifically to that child and I will tell them that I hope that, you know, the step stool helps them, you know, reach, you know, all kinds of corny things, the stars, the moon, their toothbrush, whatever it is, you know? So, but a parent opens it up, reads it, understands that a human being made this for specifically for their child with their child in mind. And it's really a gratifying experience. And I can't tell you how many times I've gotten emails with pictures of a little kid using it. And, you know, I've gotten similar things with the step stools, you know, pictures of people's weddings and the whiskey box pictures are a little blurry, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're like on an angle because they took them right before they passed out. But, uh, no, wedding proposals. I got this, this girl who used one of my boxes to propose to her boyfriend, send me a three page letter with pictures and just so much emotion. And so these are people that you're dealing with. This isn't Walmart. This isn't Target. Mm. You want to add extra to ordinary, then then treat your customers with the same kind of expectation that you have for people understanding that you are different and not a mass producer. So well said. That's yeah. that's my rant. But but I found that to be an extremely successful approach to let's say one on one marketing. I I just Jesse, Jesse how do you? Uh, I'm sorry, Tim. Go ahead. I was say, how do you deal with now? Because your channel's starting to grow, you're you're taking off pretty quickly. Um, how do you deal with the extraordinary um, response that you're getting from people? Because it's, I mean, you're quite popular. You are associated with Ben, who's already kind of big. Um, but you're in your own right. You are literally you're you're creating this niche for yourself, and you're getting this following. And people, I, I assume, are reacting ninety nine point nine 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 percent positively. And that that in itself is extraordinary. What does that make you feel like? I mean, how do you how do you handle that? Well, it's really weird actually because I'm a very introverted person, <laughs> and my 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 two least favorite things are being on camera and uh, listening to the sound of my own voice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have a blast right now. So you're like, in the I right business. It's like this is the worst job in the world. Um, I, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more comfortable, although you know, I'm right now I'm like really sweaty. So sorry about that. Um, 
But yeah, so the response has mostly been really good. I think that a lot of that is due to the fact that I know that I'm a beginner and I don't know what I'm doing. And I will never, ever say that I know what I'm doing because I've never known what I'm doing. And I've always felt like a beginner at everything. And I feel like that for me, that's kind of my, my niche or niche, depending on how you like to say it, is that I'm never going to be the best that's not what I want. I don't ever want to be the best because frankly, that sounds boring. And it sounds like I've concentrated too much on one thing my entire mm. life. Mm. Uh, so I want to be that person who's always figuring things out. And um, if I am doing anything, maybe it's not you want to build this thing that I did, but hey, this person who doesn't know what they're doing made this thing. I bet I could make a thing. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to have a cone. It doesn't have to have marble. It doesn't have to be painted pink. It could be anything and i think that's my my uh, my my biggest hope for whatever it is that i'm doing uh, now and in the future is that people can see it and think i can do whatever she does obviously cuz why not so um the response has been mainly good i, I have had a couple of people be telling me that i i'm not a woodworker and i was like yeah i already said that um tell me something different that you don't like about me, <laughs> which they have. And you know, whatever, that's fine too. <laughs> but, but I, the thing is I like it, this, this cone video too. I invite the comments. It's a silly thing. Someone said it's ridiculous. I said, yes, it is ridiculous. Why, why shouldn't it be? Like, I, I don't want something that's big and fancy and doesn't match me. I, I want, you know, I'm, I am the cone table of the fancy woodworking world. Oh, it's very I simple, it. and it's it's a little weird. That's, that <laughs> might be the, the best thing I've ever heard. I am Seriously. the cone table of the woodworking world. That that might be the intro. Let me just <laughs> shot that down. <laughs> forty nine. Well, I I, I get how you feel. I uh, being an introvert myself, uh, it's it's very strange. Boston was whatever, man. Boston was was quite weird for me being in front of real people. Um, and to me, making videos is, is a lot easier than actually dealing with people in person. So I have a hard time if, when I go get my hairs done, which I just did Saturday, by the way. Um, but when I go to the salon and it doesn't matter how many times I go in there, I walk in and whoever's cutting somebody else. Oh, here's Bill. Here's the guy that built all this stuff in the salon and blah, 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 blah. And now I have to deal with that in front of people I don't know. And it's like, it's hard. And, and But I find that that reaction that people are giving me is extraordinary. And it makes, there's, there's some humility that happens. It just washes over you that it's just like, Oh man, I can't, I still can't believe that people would think that about me or what I do. So it's so, hard. So you're an introvert. Like I'm six foot seven, but uh, that's Dude, fine. <laughs> I know you don't think so, man. Up until I met the maker community, I did not like people. I didn't want to associate with people. I thought having three friends was one friend too many. You're I just mean, being humility right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's totally right. I get that because people tell me that I am not an introvert. But the thing is, I worked for uh, 15, 16 years in the service industry. So you learn you learn how to push past it. But, you know, I, I like being home doing nothing and not talking to people. I'm an extrovert. <laughs> nice. I like that, too. <laughs> yeah. That's no, not I, exclusive to you people, okay? 
I, I, I hey, agree. Don't take that from us. I, I consider myself <laughs> introverted as well. Same thing, even though I spent like, and people always like, well, you, you put yourself on stage, like literally on stage for most of your life. But it's, uh, but when, when this, like during the set breaks, when you're off stage, I was like hiding behind the stage. I didn't talk to anybody. And then the best thing that happened was the, the cell phones came out. So then I got to pretend I was busy on my cell phone instead of talking to people. And I would just sit there and just scroll through photos or whatever. And, and then I'd go back and get on stage again, you know. That's because of the groupies, okay? Let's be honest. That's what that was. <laughs> like, okay, ladies, enough, okay? I had, I had one groupie and we got married, so yes. That's... <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm going to take this moment to do a little bit of cheesy um, guest. Um, fawning is the uh, word you're looking for. Fawning, yes. Yes, so 16 years in the service industry. Did you start when you were five? I was seven. How dare you? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I started, uh, technically my first job was at a library. Um, I got a work permit so that I could work there. Uh, I had already been volunteering for about seven years. So I got a work permit, started working at the library. And that same year I started working at a coffee shop. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so that, that makes you that makes you like ninety seven. <laughs> so, you were, you were, so you were volunteering at the library when you were seven. Yes, well eight. Eight. Yeah. So I, I so Bill was actually years. pretty darn close. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit it. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Oh my goodness! Oh, Don't say right. those words. It's like when you say Candyman three times. You can't say. Don't, don't do Bill it. Bill is right. I thought that Bill was, is right. I thought that, I thought that was um, um, Beetlejuice. <laughs> that, that, too. It, yeah. that too. It's okay. a few different things, depending yeah. on what you're looking at. <laughs> the power of three. Um, okay, so I think we've uh, put all the extra into ordinary that we're going to this week. Let's move on to uh, to what we're watching. Oh, heads up, Jesse. We do this thing where you have to tell <laughs> us what you're watching. <laughs> don't worry. You can go last so you can figure one out right now. <laughs> No, I actually, I, I know of one. I will go last because I want to make sure that I get the name right. Okay, take your time. <laughs> it's new, so. Uh, Bill, who are you watching? I am watching a gentleman named Shane Spiel. Since I'm doing, I'm, I'm, you guys don't even know how into this guitar thing building I am. So I've been scouring the internets, watching lots of videos. I've even read some articles, words. I actually read words. Wow. Um, but this guy on YouTube, his name is Shane Spiel, and he is dubbed the king of cigar box guitars. Um, he builds them. He actually tours. He plays them, and he teaches you how to play them and build them online. And he's pretty amazing. And one of the things that I love about this guy is he wears a T-shirt, and it says, I turn junk into guitars. So that kind of went along with us. And this guy I, is, I could wear that shirt. <laughs> right? Right? I actually have one of your junk guitars. It's pretty cool. So, I mean, yeah, it's not shirts, too. And he turned the junk into guitars. It's not a junk That's... guitar. Oh, man. Now I got to make a guitar out of Tim's shirt. That would be awesome. Dude, that, you know what? That would be awesome. Okay. That's on my I got, list. I got some ideas. We'll talk. List. I know how to do it. But hey, hey so check that. out this guy, um, uh, Shane Spiel. He does this thing. <laughs> Obviously, he does this thing. Cigar Box Nation TV. He builds and shows you how to play them and how to build them. Have fun with one, two, three, four string instruments. Most of them are cigar box type things, but he actually plays. Uh, he can play anything. The guy's amazing. Shane Spill, YouTube. Check him out. That's what I'm all freaky paying attention to lately. 
Because I'm a good, I'm a little, oh, oh, and check it out. Oh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, a couple of people that, um, that offered their help. This is so fun. Actual guys that are guitar builders, right? And there's a name for that that I didn't know, but now I, I that, 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 don't, don't, it, Tim, there's a name for that. And I didn't know there was a name for that because somebody turned my name into that. They said, Hey, Bill, if you need any help, I've been making guitars for quite a while and I'm a luthier and you're a luthier. Get it? Because my last name is Lutz, yeah. and he said that. He I don't follow. That. What do you mean? There'll be a diagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, and I, happy happy birthday to Izzy Swan uh, a day later. So, and uh, we'll be uh, a seeing, buck short. Uh, some of us who care about our our brethren makers and sister makers will be meeting each other in Atlanta. Um, so, just thought I'd point that out. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Again? Jeez. But, yeah. Phil, Phil is going to be making 22 bunny boxes while you're hobnobbing with Izzy and crew. Yeah. Yeah, you schmancy guy. <laughs> um, what am I watching, you ask? Let's see here. Um, let me just click on this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hubbard's Handmade. A uh, whole bunch of videos this guy's made. He's got about 1,000 subscribers. I think he deserves way more. He's just a dude like we are, making stuff, having a good time, and, uh, and I think his videos are great. So I started watching a few, and he's got some great stuff. And, and I love that he shows the mistakes. I, I know that like a lot of people show them now, but I think it's super important for the mistakes to be left in the videos because it's way more valuable to see what didn't work than what did work in my in my. Uh, so why humble... do you edit out half of what I say then? Because half of what I leave in is plenty. <laughs> um and that's what i'm watching miss jesse okay <laughs> that was a weird segue but thank you sure was i was like am i gonna mispronounce her last name or should i just say jesse I decided well, I to go with Jesse. I thought you were going to say Tim, and you said Miss, and then you stopped, and I wasn't sure. I thought you were going to say Miss Tim. And I was... Oh, wait. Yeah, I know. Oh, wait. Oh, Tim yeah. didn't go. Oh, yeah, you're last. Go. Sorry. You go ahead, this, Tim. This is just another example of the many onion layers of the visual Pinsky. And I think it's pronounced Mrs. Tim because he is married. I am, I am married, so. <laughs> What's right is right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. I, Tim, please go on. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank I, you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm British, apparently. Yeah. Well, it's uh, Julia Childs is what we were going right. for there. Oh, right. then you put it in the pot. Yeah. <laughs> you steam the broccoli. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. You sound more like the Dan Aykroyd version. Uh, I think I'm probably much more like the Dan Aykroyd version. I think we were going for Meryl Streep there. Great movie, by the way. <laughs> I haven't. Okay. Oh no, I did. Um, I did see that actually. Yeah, it was very it was good. A really good movie. Yeah, what was it called? That's it was a, a recent movie. It was the the, the millennial. I haven't seen it yet. Right? Yes, uh, Amy Adams was in it. Meryl yeah. Streep. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. Tim, I, I, I mean, uh, Bill, that was made that, in the last twenty years, so you've definitely not seen it. Mm. Okay, yeah. so I should make that my <laughs> my suggestion, but I can't remember the name. <laughs> um, I was going to say, and I know Phil has mentioned it before, as he reminded me. Uh, um, I wanted to mention Ishtani Furniture, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I believe so. Ishtani? Probably not. Jesse? Uh, it's pronounced Weta. This, was, yeah, that's, Good that's, job, Luke. <laughs> it's pronounced I-Jessup. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, 
I I have been watching too too much YouTube lately. Besides some of the the heavy hitters like Dave Gagne and uh, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Dave Gagne, but if you said yeah, heavy he didn't hitters. mean to just laugh at Dave Gagne right now. It's actually because before we started recording, we were. Tim mentioned that you know I got to mention Dave almost every week. It's like a Paul Jackman thing. Oh no, oh, we did God, it again. <laughs> Every about- time. Oh, it's man. like the meow game from Super Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, meow. Let me uh, get onto your video there. All right. Anyway, so I I, I wanted to mention, uh, but then we were saying like, oh, I mentioned Dave Gagne every week and like Paul Jackman. I mean, I don't think everybody really watches Paul Jackman. But anyways, no, uh, <laughs> never heard that. of him. But uh, but Dave Dave just made this really cool, and I was going to mention his these really cool skull keychains he made. He forged them at a, and it was just awesome. But then I, the other thing that I've been watching is uh, I watched uh, I I've just been working on a project that I just finished. I'm going to have a video in a few weeks. It was kind of getting to that like fine woodworking thing, and so. I, w- I just like clicked on Anishitani because that's like the guy I watched to remind me how much I stink at everything I do in life. Totally. <laughs> From video making to furniture making to just like, like walking my dog. I do it all wrong and this guy does it right, you know? And so I just kind of wanted that moment of like humility to, to kind of focus my brain into, into my craft and be better at what I do. And I love, I love watching those videos. I don't watch as many as I should, but every time I watch them, I learn more than a hundred things and, uh, and I re- get reminded of the, of the patience that I'm, I preach in the in the practice that I preach that I maybe don't like live up to as much as I should, and so that's like my little Zen moment is watching those videos. My guy, my guy, my guy. Yeah, they're terrific oh, on, videos. On, 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 on. Or or Dave Gagne smashing stuff with a hammer, <laughs> whichever, whatever, either or, yeah. whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, before we go on, Jesse, before we go on to what you've been watching, um, Casey wants to know. She asked me to ask you this. Where did and what does I Jessup come from and mean? Um, so Jessup is a, just a silly little nickname that uh, one of my exes, who is also one of my really good friends, gave me. Um, it was just this silly thing where his name is Al, and so he would say, you know, my name's Jesse, he called me Jessup, and then it turned into Jessupita, and then I would call him Al Burrito. And it just kind of went from there. Like, we've been playing the silly thing back and forth for, I don't know, 100 years now. And um, I normally don't use my real name online. Like, I had a Facebook account, like, many, many years ago. Um, and it was under the name Nutmeg. Um, and anyways, that's, an, that's a story for another time. But uh, I don't generally use my, my real name for anything online and so it became the silly thing where it's like oh if i'm jessup then online i'm internet jessup i'm i jessup and then uh ben asked me do you want to use your real name or do you want to like have a brand name whatever the heck that means and uh it's like i don't know i don't feel like i can really claim anything yet so i don't want to say this is made by jesse weta it'll be like oh it's just some weird thing and i thought you know i jessup make things I, I like that you know, because kind of uh, humbleish, I guess. It's very humble-ish. humbility. That's what you're looking <laughs> humbility, for. Humbility. <laughs> there there was some for. humbility going on. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah. But I, but yeah, I like that to... that the way the Jessup came around <clears throat> after being married to Casey for she speaks three or four languages and after and Japanese is one of them by the way. <clears throat> yeah, she spent time in she went to a, a school in in San Francisco where it was um, all Japanese students and she also spent time in Japan exchange student. Anyway, what I was going to say is I have learned. The only thing I've learned after all these years of being with her is that 
Because I, I think, okay, if I speak Spanish, and I'm not trying to offend anybody out there. I hope people understand that I'm, I'm just stupidly funny. But if you say, like, L in front of it and O after it, it's Spanish. So, like, El Filo or El Timo or El Billo. And then, but what I've learned is sometimes I'll say La Billo in case it says no. If you say La in front of it, you have to say, oh, wait, Bill is O, Bill La, uh, La Billita. It's oh. Ita instead of Ito. So there's a there's a masculine and a, and, so what are you watching, Jess? I just where the hell are we going with this? Okay, well I will say you know I I know exactly what you mean. How you know people say oh this is how you change it to Spanish. Well, I spent a little time in Italy, and one of the funniest things I've ever heard anyone say is um, it was this this woman who lives in a small town in, in Italy, and and she speaks pretty good English for never having tried to learn the language. She's a, she owns a bed and breakfast and her name is Antonella. And she says that when she doesn't know a word in English, all she, or yeah, when she doesn't know a word in English, she just says it in Italian, but takes the O or the A off the end. <laughs> the reverse. Like, that is awesome. That is because awesome. we're all so worried, like, oh, we're making fun of their language. They do the exact they same, the same thing. thing. They do it backwards. Yeah. Love it. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only offensive person out there. Oh, no. There's a lot of us. <laughs> You're in good company. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, okay. so, so what are you watching, Jesse? What am I watching? Okay, I have two. I hope that's okay. It's not, but go ahead. No. <laughs> well, I was going to do it anyways, because shut up, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> You're so hired. So, <laughs> <laughs> I have next Monday free. Anyways, um, so the first one I'm going to mention is, and I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. It's Jenny or Jenny dot Swiss, J-E-N-N-I. Oh, I love that guy. And he's so awesome, and I can't believe that he doesn't have more followers than he does because he does so many things, and there's just something completely wonderful and charming about his videos. Are you are you taking a picture of, of us? Well, I, after what you just did to Phil, I want to record it on. <laughs> I want I want a memory of it because he's got this look now that only I'm the only one that ever makes him look like that, and you just gave it to him too. It's like this is great. <laughs> but go ahead, yes, I uh, J- Jenny Swiss. Yes, he is really awesome, and uh, his sewing machines are so cool. I, I have complete machine envy over him. Anyways, okay, so the other one that I've been watching actually came about because he left a comment on my cone video that was um, neither complimentary nor insulting. I mean, it was kind of like, hey, that's that's kind of weird, not really my cup of tea, but like, cool that you're doing it. It's like, okay, so it turned into this banter. He has He has a small channel, and he does kind of vlog-type things. Um, but, uh, he's an artist. His, his art is very interesting and his channel is called Ugly People. <laughs> and so he has, he has these, you know, they're seemingly simplistic line drawings, but they're, I don't know if you've ever seen like ugly dolls. There's, you know, the whole thing, but they kind of remind me of that they're like little monsters or people with kind of maybe too many arms. They're, they're very charming and they're definitely ugly people. And, uh, his, his vlog videos are, humorous let's just say he's got a very deadpan interesting way of talking so there you well, go. that sounds like Those a very uncomplimentary yet not offensively um <laughs> way to advocate for me to watch that channel i think i'll do it yes i i thought it was you know i really enjoyed it it was pretty funny and uh and i i really like his art and i'm pushing him to make um pins or button badges because those are things that i collect and hmm. yeah pushing for that 
make sure you send Phil a link to the guy's channel because I just typed in the, ugly yeah. people into YouTube and I am finding don't, yeah, don't, totally... don't do that. Don't search for it. <laughs> I so, will give you a link. Don't so the search link, for the it. link will be in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't search for it. I probably won't watch because I hate deadpan. <laughs> you can't even be deadpan right now. I see dimples. <laughs> Nice try. Thanks. Well, close enough. Um, well done. Well done, Phil. That thanks. was good. Thanks. Um, okay, so I think we're just uh, doing the old uh, signy sign, right? Here we go. I believe so. All right. Um, on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out MakerTechReviews.com, WilliamLutz.com. Thank you, Justin Sparks, TimSway.net. Thank you, Jason Payne. And uh, here's the spot for Jesse's plug, so nice. go ahead and do that. I am I Jessup Make Things. You can find me anywhere under I Jessup. Cool. Uh, contact us for show topics, uh, you know, feedback, all, all that good stuff on uh, on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio or by email if it's going to be a little bit longer, maybe a little bit more private info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. And uh, go ahead and leave us an iTunes review. Uh, they're fantastic and they really help getting more people listening to the podcast. And Tell us how extraordinary we are on those reviews. That would be awesome. Yes, please do that. Patreon.com slash... That didn't even sound like a trumpet. It was just a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny on several levels. Oh, good. I'm going to have to cut something out of the podcast. <laughs> Your joke made a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop laughing so I can cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio, uh, the absolute best way to help us, uh, you know, stay on the air and keep getting terrific guests that we'll one day be able to afford. Thanks for coming on the show today, Jesse. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. I, I was very excited to be here for like the last three hours that I knew I was going to be here tonight. <laughs> you also hate deadpan, clearly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not my thing, yeah. No, it's the spontaneity that we quite um, like about I think our you podcast. just spit on my face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so higher. Oh, wait, yeah. that's not funny. I actually did spit on my computer. <laughs> By the way, um, Phil and Tim, you guys both suck because Lutz and I are going to be hanging out in Atlanta. It's going to be awesome. We're, we're be jealous. There. We're jealous. You should be. As you should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super jealous. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good rate. What did I say? Good... Did I say great? <laughs> you said have a, have a... You said have have a, a good, good rate. rate. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess have a he's, good rate he's... also, but a good week is what I meant hey, to good, say. Good rate to you too. Yeah. Have a on a rental car, <laughs> good, I guess. I don't know. A fair Leave rate us a to good you, rate good on iTunes. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. A good rating. Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Be good. Bye.